friend ever ready? Hello and welcome back to another episode of that podcast. My name is Ryan Janke and as always, I am joined by Sarah DeYoung, Dana Mashevsky, and Pastor DJ Laura. Hello. Hello. The gang's all here. What up? That's what they say. <laughs> Who says that? They do. Them. <laughs> they. Who's they? Who's they? Them. Of course. I'm going to need some names. I have to have some know. conversations I with some I guess I folks. do it. Well, hearing you say that makes me think of those old uh, commercials. The what's up? <laughs> With the frogs? Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that a cell phone? Uh, I think no. it was beer. Was oh, just kidding. Was it? What's up? It was a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, originally. It was, it was I su- thought it was the like, Verizon. I was going to say, I feel like that one always reminds me of the Verizon commercial where it's the like, do you know how many texts you spent last month? Eddie K, my BFF, BFF Jill. Jill. <laughs> it's like a grandma texting. Speaking of texting, so so Budweiser, it was I, a Budweiser commercial. Okay, I I was talking to my eldest uh, via text, and uh, Addie, I asked her to do something. Um, I asked her to watch her brother the next day. Um, she was out, and I'm like, tomorrow, can you can you watch Dylan? And she she came back and said, OFC, of to course, which I respond well, to which I responded, O for cute. What? <laughs> or, you, you better Midwest watch your slang. you better watch your mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> to which she she responded back like with a with an emoji smacking its head of of course or or, or yes dad. So oh, then I had it? to ask her the next day. So what is OFC? Or I, I asked Reese and she filled me in that it means of course. Of but course, okay. I think I could start something new. O for cute. O for no, cute. No, please don't. No. Oh, oh for fun. It just there is a TikTok trend right now where it's like midwesternizing things that shouldn't be midwestern and i feel like that could be a sect of it is like <laughs> yeah you know what i you know what i feel like we should do what's that is we oh, should no. like when, when we're texting our children back and forth next time eli says something that or Haley says something that's i'm sort of like ah, really i'm just gonna text back cs and they're not gonna know what it means but really it means crime any sakes <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> I love it. Let's do it. No. I love this plan. <laughs> or SG. Sounds good. Sounds I'm going to start doing SG. that from now on. Yeah. This will take off. No, no. Because do you it, know what this reminds me of? <laughs> My roommate, Tyler, will text. It took me the longest time because he used to just send, like, if you'd say something over text, he'd send back an L. He'd be like, what you say? like, you took an L, like you lost or something. I'm like, what? That was funny. He goes, yeah, it's funny. I was laughing. L. <laughs> Too lazy to put O L O L. So it's just L. Maybe it wasn't that funny. <laughs> Have it you was, met me? It's hilarious. It was only an L. So Sarah, do you do you do this? Because because Reese does this with me. I'll say something that's somewhat funny, but not like laugh out loud funny, and she will respond L O L. I don't. We're, we're barely even cracking a smile. I'm like, oh. no, like there's oh, yeah. a whole discussion about how like L O L doesn't mean funny. It it's been watered down. Yeah. But like. Yeah, the evolution of like LOL is not funny anymore because you say it like stoically. So then that's how we got I'm dead. And now we just have the skull emoji to show that you're laughing. Because well, you know, I think the newest one. Look at how far back I am. So skull emoji <laughs> is, is is where you go. I've started just reacting to the text. Oh, yeah. Like, so, I, Haha. yeah. I feel like yeah. that's my new LOL. Yeah. I'm like, it's funny, but not funny enough for me to like type response. Right. <laughs> People know how funny I think something is when I text them back because I'll find a, something good. To, my to wife, my wife asked me to do something via text and I responded with just a thumbs up. She calls me. You're she's every like, are dad you gonna, ever. Are you going to do it? 
or not. You just gave me a thumbs up. I'm like, acknowledged. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, I've acknowledged your request. That, But also that, like if you get a response at all, mm-hmm. that means something versus just like, I'm just going to ghost you. Yep. So that is, oh, sorry. That's a total dad move though, DJ. Cause my dad sends texts where Hello? it's like huge message. Like it's typewritten. Like he's writing a letter at the end. Love dad. And then I'll be like, okay, I need to do this, this, and this. Thumbs up. You know what? <laughs> I'm glad because I've, I've been a dad for almost two decades. So I'm glad that I'm you're, starting. You're a professional to, now. Yeah, it's starting to show. Yep, yeah, that's good. Eli's got a new nickname actually based on LOL because he used to start, he started saying it. He'd say lol. Lol. So then I equated that to lol. And lol. now that, that's his new nickname. Every <laughs> once in a while, I'll call him lol if something's funny. <laughs> Go get lol. Oh, your poor children. They're lucky. Uh, yeah, they are. Yeah. <laughs> Good times. Making memories. <laughs> Making memories. We still True. need to uh, hand deliver an apology card. We do. We, do. I sh- we should. An apology card. Go to raid your Amy's office for <laughs> For what? Support card. For the ice cream situation last week. Oh, sure. We haven't <laughs> talked about that. Because we haven't recorded since then. I was going to say, has, that, has that gone live? It is has that... not gone live. It is in the process. We, um, I, I so do feel. I was feel... doing the s'mores one first, which is taking me longer than okay. I thought. Okay. 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 So there were a couple of videos produced after we recorded last week's podcast, which was with Brinley and Emma. Mm-hmm. And since we had all these children here. We figured sugar them up before we send them home. It, yeah. yeah. And there were more children here than just those it two. It was literally yeah. like bring your kid to work day. We didn't yeah. have two youths. We had like 55. Yeah. There was a lot of them. And so. They uh, heard there was s'mores. <laughs> they just came out yeah, of the woodwork. They, <laughs> they did. Yeah. You know what? Now this is going to this is gonna have to go out after the video because otherwise the TOG is going to know ahead of time that we've already recorded. I should have it either recorded. this afternoon or tomorrow. Okay. So, uh, TOG, if you have not watched the footage, go back and watch. Where are you putting this to? The s'mores one, which is like the more important one, um, is going on YouTube. Okay. So, check the YouTubes, TOG, because we had a s'mores taste test. We had regular s'mores, which was graham cracker, Hershey's chocolate, and uh, marshmallows. And then we had the TOG special, which was the same except peanut butter on one of the grams. And then we had a graham cracker with Reese's peanut butter cup in the middle and then and a marshmallow. And then we had a fudge stripe cookie with the marshmallow in the middle. We tried all four of those and everybody ranked them mm-hmm. as they saw fit. You know, I wondered after the fact, though, that. Okay, so we brought in my fire pit, which super scorched the marshmallows in 10 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That if they were cooked better, mm-hmm. if some of them would taste better. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were cooked the way that I would cook them. Same. See, okay. I, I, I like, yeah, I char I'm, those things. I, I, was say, I, I'm a no I stole one of s'more. Dylan's marshmallows that he did because I was like, yes, this kid is making He put some effort into <laughs> it. He's a marshmallow roasting artist. You, yeah. shouldn't, you shouldn't eat burnt marshmallows. Why? They have... Um, what are they called? Carcinogens? Free free agents in them. Yeah. Mm. Anything that's burnt has carcinogens in it. Yeah. Like like things that can make you sick. I drink yeah. a Diet Coke a day. <laughs> I'm not real. It's gonna take an act of God to take me out, I think. You know, you know how much you know how much stuff I eat with charcoal? I was gonna say actually yeah, out of the everybody master. will literally survive. I'm sure you could give Ryan a well prepared just like charcoal briquette and he'd be like, All right, sure. It's amazing the things that I know because I have a wife who cares about this stuff and <laughs> cares about my health. Yeah. So, so we did that. But then after that, there uh, will also be a link on the podcast Facebook page. Okay. Good. YouTube video. Good. 
I'll do that. And <laughs> this is me making myself do that. <laughs> this is my to-do list. So yeah, so a special thanks to the TOG mm-hmm. for bringing all the materials in and getting this thing kickstarted. But after that, my manhood was challenged. It's not. <laughs> I wouldn't bring no. it that way. No. Your 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 pride. Your your veil your, threats. Yeah. Well, we're th- we, were, we were just calling your bluff. Mm-hmm. So I have Steve, long, you're a man of your word. I have long said that if when the when the topic of ice cream comes up, I will say I could eat a whole half gallon of maple. Mm-mm. No, no, gallon. Whole gallon. You, you oh, I, could, I, could, gallon. I could do a gallon. I, but I've said this for a long time <laughs> that I could eat a gallon of maple Sounds nut like ice cream. Just threw the gauntlet down again. Uh, how how much so was it? So we need to go buy like, like two more. So anyway, uh, I came after those. Uh, they waited till after I ate four s'mores. Yes. Okay, but also you didn't have to eat the whole yeah. s'more. This was yeah, this but was like you could have taken one bite and moved on. How was I to know that you were going to show up with a half gallon of ice cream? <laughs> well, haven't you ever seen diners, drive-ins, and dives? Two bite maximum for a taste test. Yeah. Well, anyway. Uh, uh, um, I want to be really, really sure. Yeah. <laughs> these two jokers showed up with... Uh, a quart and a half of maple nut ice cream and said, we dare you. So I polished that thing off. How long did it take? I don't know. The, I didn't know. The whole a- video, which includes like probably like at least five minutes of like Haley beforehand. Yeah. Was 22 minutes long. So 17 minutes, 22 minutes of hustle, heart and ticker. You had, you had ticker going, showed heart. And what, how long has your mouth been burnt now? <laughs> It still hurt just a little bit when I flossed this morning. Right. I did. We were getting the live. I will say, Dane and I did this with the intention. I want to go on record and say this with it being a ha ha funny, take it home, enjoy it in your own time. Ryan was the one who said. <laughs> also, there was okay. no time limit. It's not like Correct. he had to do this in 15 Challenge minutes. accepted. <laughs> well, what was I supposed to do? It was a just if uh, I if <laughs> if I would have said oh hey thanks I'll you know I'll eat this later I'm full from s'mores it would have been yep we knew you couldn't do it we knew it wouldn't happen L this L. is <laughs> this is the full Ryan update post ice cream though I gotta find it in here um, Friday July seventeenth at five p.m. it's a box of Sandy's donuts with like two left over in it don't mind if I do. And then at yeah, that was that was later that day. Like oh, yep, that five, afternoon. Yep. Where's the one you said you could go for some ice cream? Uh, Might have been the next oh. day. It was then you sent a screenshot from your wife <laughs> talking about it, and she had said, "Would you like? Would you be willing to go to Chick Fil A for supper? Maybe you'd like a shake." <laughs> she was trolling me. Yeah, yeah. And then Saturday, you said, "Update: I'm finally hungry." That was at about noon on Saturday, and then yep. we, had, we had Chinese that day. And oh. then Monday morning sent, believe it or not, but I think the roof of my mouth is finally done shedding, and no blood when I floss this morning. That's true. It, it bled on uh, Saturday and Sunday when I flossed, but I, it wasn't done because uh, on Tuesday before the staff meeting, I got another... Uh, I, I got another filet off the top of my mouth that you could have seasoned and grilled that baby. Really? Oh, yeah. What? Yikes. <laughs> terrible. Oh, you I... can't describe things that way. <laughs> I'm just 
Just calling it like it is. Letting you know the severity of the situation. I think that I may have mildly frostbit the top of my mouth. I think you did. This is also, though, while he's eating this, his daughter is there and she goes, Dad, aren't you lactose intolerant? Like, like in the middle, I think he's like halfway yeah. through it. And, and I was like, mm, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> Confirms it keeps eating. <laughs> Why would you not be like, oh, no. Actually, I can't eat this whole yeah. thing because I'm lactose like, hey, intolerant. That, Give that me is, a couple lactates at least. Th- yeah. Th- that is actually what. What and how Dana said was, oh, no. <laughs> well, the Pride. Pro- the, yeah, the problem is I'm addicted to it. So <laughs> if a gallon would have been there, I'd have just kept going. Yeah, 20 minutes. I just looked. It took you 20 minutes yep. from the minute you sat down and opened it. Until I was done, 20 minutes. Man. That's and I think you're on the Dominated side of it. that thing. It, it's nine servings of ice cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's your daily calorie. Yeah, it was intake. like 2,000 uh, uh, calories. Woo! Well, I mean, he- you, healthy. Of course you, you didn't. Know. You didn't eat for a, for mm-hmm. a whole day. Yeah, you got your intake. <laughs> if, <laughs> if I, if I would, like, if we would have had supper planned with friends or something like that and I'd have had to eat, I would have. Didn't you go to a graduation party afterwards? A graduation uh, party? Yeah, you did. Mm hmm. Oh, that's party. that's right. Yeah, that's man. that's right. One of the members here, their daughter. Uh, no, all I had was some uh, iced tea over there. <laughs> okay. They had appetizers, but <laughs> I forgot to ask you afterwards. Like, did you eat once you I, got I, there? I, I mean, if if her mom would have said, "Hey, you really should go eat," I would have been courteous and went and grabbed a, a plate. But <laughs> or you could have just been like, "No, we listen, ate before I was we got just here. bullied into <laughs> eating a quart and a half of ice cream that's by true. myself." Yeah polished it off i even dropped a chunk on the floor and ate it because i didn't want anybody saying i didn't eat the whole thing (laughs) again to prove the point and refused to share with the seven-year-old i did dylan was he was uh back and forth back and forth back and forth did he have his spoon like no he 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 didn't but he's like eventually he'll peter out and then finally he walked away with his head down (laughs) (laughs) right i mm. good times times. so yep all right. Then. I don't think I could eat a whole like that size of ice cream in like a week. Like twenty I could do minutes. it in a week. Now it will. I maybe if I had a week, maybe I could do it, but definitely not in one day. Let alone twenty minutes. Very rarely does somebody say to me, "You finished that already?" Because usually when you're eating ice cream, you're having fun, joking around, talking right. to people. But was, I mean, it was all business. It, it, like a peanut butter parfait, a regular size one from DQ. If it's sitting in that cup for two minutes, that's a long time. <laughs> you can ask. You can ask my family. So what I want to know is: Are you actually lactose intolerant? I am. Yeah. So, so were, were you hurting for the next two days? Uh, not for two days. No. Um, I mean, we don't need to go into everything. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't need. I don't think any. I don't need the details. The but let's just say that the picture wasn't pretty. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> Dylan. Uh, is not lactose intolerant, but he was, um, how did I used to word it when he was born, he was, uh, lactose sensitive. Oh, sure. So he could have this much milk, like a, Mm -hmm. like an inch of milk, but not an inch and a half. And we discovered this, uh, the first time that he, at six months having formula, he looked like. Uh, a baby from the Exorcist movie, and he <laughs> it, it shot across the room. Yeah, projectile. And and I'm looking at my wife holding my son as she turned him across the whole room. So we did all these tests on him for for years. Like 
he had he had neurological tests done. He mm-hmm. had because he wasn't he wasn't thriving. He wasn't getting getting the nutrients that he needed because he mm-hmm. couldn't keep anything down. This um, was just regular milk, like formula. And this is formula. Yeah. Okay. Right. Sure. And so uh, prior to that, he was nursing was fine. Sure. But as soon as he went to formula, yep. he couldn't keep it down. So we had all different things. We had really expensive special formula that the doctors. Did said you get soy? I don't remember. Um, I know we've, we've, we've done that before. Like we would have almond milk or soy milk instead mm-hmm. of actual milk. Mm-hmm. After all these tests, his pediatrician was like, hmm, why don't you try for a week limiting the amount of milk he gets and see what happens? As soon as we did that, he just started thriving. Mm. The problem was he was just too much in his system would sure. have an a- adverse reaction. Yeah. But I mean- he was tested for cancer. He was tested for all sorts of stuff. Uh, yeah, for tumors in his brain. Really? We had one really? neurological specialist who was like, hmm, maybe we should do surgery, open up and see what actually is going in. They're like, no. no. Why? No. Why would they even like it just because that? Just like, because you figured out. Just because yeah. he would throw up well, a, a, and, and after be, having milk. And because he wasn't getting the nutrients that he needed. So he was, I mean, he was a slow walker. He was, oh, you never sure. see it to look at him now, but he was a slow walker. He was a so would I. He didn't. He was really small. He didn't grow. So when Eli was a baby, we found out the same sort of thing would happen. And it was nursing or otherwise. Uh, he would, 20 minutes after, 15 minutes after he, he got fed, he would, it would be all over the place. Mm-hmm. So we took him to the doctor and she's like, after he's done, try just holding him upright for 20 minutes. Okay. After that, no problem. That's all it took. So yeah, Tab would Tab would uh, feed him, and I would take over and hold him upright for twenty minutes, lay him down, no problem. There you go. Just, just need to settle. Really bad, like acid reflux. Of yeah. Laying down, just everything. I guess up. I don't know. Yeah. But then he had to go on soy because yep. he couldn't handle regular formula. Yep. Yep. So amazing. And he was a slow walker too. So was I. But he made up for it with his mouth because he could. <laughs> He could talk at like seven months, and I'm also not even joking. Wow. Yeah. I learned to talk way before I learned to walk. That's <laughs> embarrassing at what age I learned to walk. That's why. That's why. That's why uh, I was a fat baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ask my mom. <laughs> it's that, just because you weren't up and walking. I couldn't walk, so I just. <laughs> we have some family friends who they have four boys, and all four boys have been the same by like six to eight months they are just like 40 pound babies they're nice. huge wow and then until they're four they weigh the exact same because basically once they get up and walking they're running but oh, like yeah. they get they get big right away and then they get tall <laughs> it's wow. so funny it yep so um two things first of all fun fact hulk hogan was over 10 pounds when he was born really yeah there's nothing wrong with being that? a 10 pound baby <laughs> don't fat shame babies I'm, I'm <laughs> there's just nothing wrong with it i think eli was like six and a half or something yeah. like that but the other thing we we joke but it might not be a joke that Haley took until she was like two to start talking because she couldn't get a word in edgewise <laughs> yeah. with her brother that makes sense that makes sense so. she became a really good listener mm-hmm. but she could walk before she was one like, was trying to get away from all that talking yeah. well she's, she's trying like, to find some peace so and quiet she's like i gotta I do, do something <laughs> I got to do something. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So we got news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if news. Sarah has heard this yet. Did you hear that the Reverend Dr. Paul Cross 
Sarah's the one who told me it was happening. I, I knew he, I heard that he was retiring. I, I had no forewarning. I was chat hosting that morning. Oh, that's right. None of us yeah, had forewarning. I was like, wait a minute. Huh? <laughs> I literally woke up to a text from Sarah being like, what is going on? I was like, I don't know. Was like, I'm, I'm just not trying even to here. It <laughs> was in the cities in a hotel room being like, I don't know, Sarah. I got so many messages while service was going on. Yeah. Yep. Um, Cause it was like, do, who knew? Did you know? I went up to Paul right after he announced it and I gave him a hug and I said in his ear, I love you. You couldn't have thrown me a bone <laughs> because Thanks I had to get, I had up. to get up and, and pray and, and, mm -hmm. you know, uh, thank the congregation for all their generosity. And now I have to do pastoral care because, <laughs> mm -hmm. well, and the worst was if anybody watched the modern service, I was, I had no issues during the first one, but I have the terrible problem where if anybody's crying near me, I will start crying. Sure. She's a sympathy crier. See people crying. I'll cry. When when people around me yawn, I yawn. Oh, oh yeah. Mm -hmm. That's common. <laughs> oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, okay. In but, fact, they say that if you don't, you're a sociopath. See, I yeah, thought I thought I was connecting with Sarah there on a on a deeper level, yeah, but no. I guess I'm <laughs> sorry. I guess I'm basic. Sorry. But uh Jen's song and the like the song that she played after yeah. Like the service, I was like, man. <laughs> right? She started getting choked up, and I'm like, I'm sitting on my couch on my iPad crying by myself. That's funny. Yep. She 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 showed ticker. She showed heart. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. she stopped singing, kept playing, got herself together, and just just waved. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was beautiful. Yeah. Um. So Emma, who was here last week, <laughs> this is my favorite. I I haven't said this I, on the podcast. I just have I? love that that. That Mark just happened to be there and had no idea what was going yeah. on. I, I haven't told this on the podcast, I don't think so. right? Okay. So uh uh it was yeah, Mark and Jen had no idea because they were practicing for the modern service. Yeah. And then so uh usually the kids quasi pay attention to the message. I mean, there's a lot going on in the back. This message after he said that. This was the most listened to message that I've seen since we've had the broadcast going. This was must see in, TV in, in that room, yeah. So after, afterwards, and Emma, who was here on the last episode, was running the switcher. So she was picking which cameras get get mm -hmm. you know which shots get shown and whatnot. So after the service is over, there's a little room in between the broadcast room and the arc, and and uh, we had. I didn't know she was behind me. I was walking through there towards the ark. Mark was coming from the ark, and Emma was right behind me, and we all met at the same time. And before Mark could say whatever it was that he was going to say to me, Emma said, so, Ryan, is Paul going to do the message on this end too? And I said, he's not quitting today, Emma. <laughs> She's like, okay, and turns around. And then Mark What would looked, that have been like? You just mic dropped yep, and right, walked yeah, out like, and oh, just left. Goes. I'm done. Yeah, because because then Mark looks at me and he goes, I, say, I said to, to Emma, he's not quitting today, Emma. And she left. And Mark looks at me and he goes, is he quitting soon? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. <laughs> So, well, it's been, um, you know, what a, what a great, uh, mentor, what a great mm -hmm. colleague. Um, he's known, <laughs> he's, I, I've known him for three years. I didn't really know him before coming here, but he's, uh, you go to an LCMC gathering with Paul Cross. He has what he calls his minions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's, he's been doing interim ministry for, um, uh, not interim, internship training. He's mm -hmm. been an intern supervisor 
for tons of pastors. Mm -hmm. And so he's got his own little like network across the country. He's, he's like the godfather. Yeah. When you go to he that LCMC yeah. gathering. Yeah. He, he says he knows a guy. He really he, knows yeah. a guy. He like does. he like like he can go sit wherever he wants to sit, and he doesn't have to go around and mingle. People mingle towards that's him. That's right. Yeah. That's right. He'll go. He'll go just sit in the lobby, and it's like, watch this. You know, person after person comes up. But it's been it's been wonderful doing ministry with him, and you know, we still have a, a bit more time. It's not like he's leaving tomorrow, right? But you know, um, it's been great, and mm-hmm. and uh, I hope that he and Rhonda, whatever their next adventure is like i kind of i hope they stay it's Mm -hmm. it's sometimes pastors will leave and give some distance i mean it's it's a fairly common thing especially if you have someone new coming in that needs to connect with the congregation establish Um, themselves yeah yeah yeah, a a pastor uh that's retired or has left if they're continuously there people will still naturally look to them without Mm -hmm. and and we'll see them in that role yeah Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, it makes sense to, to have some distance, but I really hope that in their case, I I think that they're knowing Paul, he's going to take some distance, Mm -hmm. but I hope it's not very long. Like I hope they, cause they're still going to be in the, in the, they're not moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. It is kind of one of those situations where you have to like, they're not dying. They're still going to be around. We'll still (laughs) be able to connect, but you have to like consciously remind yourself of that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and that the thing about it too, is that the role of, of, pastor cross is it's him but it's mm-hmm. it's his it's a role and that that role that that job that he has um as soon as he's retired and no longer the pastor of this church he's no longer a pastor right like mm-hmm. what i mean by that is that you're only a pastor when you're serving mm-hmm. in a congregation and serving in a public ministry so he's still the reverend doctor but he's not pastor cross right at that point um, and that's hard, I think, for people to to connect with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still call uh, uh, Carol Foss pastor. Yeah. 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 You know, I, like you said that, and I was like, wait, but we still call <laughs> other oh, people. It, it's like, oh, well, and it's be, it's an it's an honoring thing. Like, but, you still call a president a president, even though he's not right. Mm-hmm. But technically, that but they're it, not actually. They're not actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I have always we still get Secret Service though. True. It depends. If they want it. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Okay. I've always appreciated how Paul makes you think when mm-hmm. when you talk about different Bible verses or, or different, even different subjects. Um, like uh, You ever notice he gets a grin on his face and a twinkle in his eye? Oh, before yeah. Before he speaks, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> so, uh, like, like one thing that I always that I always think of because uh, um, a big debate is uh, how old the Earth is, right? You've got mm-hmm. people who think that it's six thousand years old, and you've got people who think that it's way older than that—billions right. of years or whatever. And like so, four, four billion, I think, or yeah. three billion or something. So, I asked him about that. Like one of his first months here, I was like, "I got a question for you that I've always wondered about. Like, like what are your thoughts?" And he goes, well, you know, he talked, you know how Paul is. It wasn't like a 45-second conversation. but There was no yes or no minutes. answer. Suddenly you're like looking for a chair so you can sit yeah. down. <laughs> so, uh, so I'm going to summarize, but basically what he said was, uh, do I believe that it could be 6,000 years old? Because he said, yes, because I've, I believe in a God that's powerful enough to make it. it he could have made it yesterday and put all the memories that you have in your head and the earth could be less than 24 hours old. 
Mm-hmm. The Matrix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he said uh, it appears to be very old. Mm-hmm. And if you don't believe that it's very old, you have to ask yourself, do you believe in a God who is deceitful? Mm. Would he deceive you into believing it's really, really old when it's really, really not? Mm-hmm. That was that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Make you scratch your head mm-hmm. on that one. Yeah. There's been a lot of those over the years, especially since I started working here. Because he's been around for about seven and a half years, and I've worked here for a little over three. Right. So, yeah. That is one of the, like, I think coolest parts about staff meeting is it always starts with a question from Paul or whoever's preaching of, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Right. What about that? Um, mm-hmm. He gave us, uh, there, there's certain things that he really is an expert in, uh, one being the in, inductive um, Bible study mm-hmm. um, method. Um, but also he brought a tool that I am, <laughs> after, after going through his Thompson Chain Reference Bible course, I was I was a little mad because I went through four years of seminary <laughs> and bought all these different commentaries and you know learned Greek and Hebrew and all this stuff. Not one mention, never even heard of the Thompson Chain Reference Bible beforehand, and it's been around since like 1908. I mean, yeah. it's been around a long time, and it is such a good tool. Yeah, to understand the the narrative of the Bible and where it's going, and the fact that my seminary that I spent dozens of dollars at <laughs> just a couple and just yeah. just paid off this last year never once even mentioned the Thompson chain reference Bible yeah let alone how to use it right uh, it's such a great tool and it's it, anyway yeah I, I gotta thank you know I'll thank Paul forever for bringing that into into my life and into my attention yep so by the time this episode comes out, uh, there will be a letter that has already gone out and been received. So we're not we're not giving any information. <laughs> Spoiler alert! <laughs> Spoiler alert! But by the uh, way, if you haven't check, check your mail. mail. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't checked your mail, uh, you will you will find out that the reason that he decided to do this was because he didn't want to take flack from the congregation about Carson Wentz being the new quarterback for the Commanders. <laughs> so that's the real that's yeah. the real tea. Yeah, you got the yeah. I just spilled it. You just got the the real dirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> spill. Hey, STT, spill the tea. That's going to be a new one that I am. SPT? No. Nope. STT. Do you, think, do you think North Dakota has moved on from Carson Wentz? Because when no. he was an Eagle, no. I, there were so many Philadelphia Eagles jerseys mm-hmm. no, that were purchased. No, only because like, North Dakota doesn't have enough people that like yeah. we cling to who we have. Yeah. Well, but uh, my point is that I, I haven't seen a whole lot of Indianapolis Colts jerseys purchased. Mm. They did have a lot of them at Shields. No, I was going to say. Uh, so <laughs> I, th- I still see the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles Wentz jerseys I mean, I that people wear. I, I love I love uh, I love my people around here. Mm-hmm. I really do. I hate, loathe. I'm I'm using mm-hmm. the word hate, loathe entirely. About the Homer sports fans in this area, and maybe oh. it's the same everywhere. I've only ever lived here, so it could be this way everywhere. Mm-hmm. But um, th- no, they will never let go of Carson. Uh, however. They've got a new guy that that has eclipsed Carson, a new guy on the top of the throne, and his name is Trey Lance, and he plays for the San Francisco 49ers. Yes. 
So uh, that is why you're probably seeing less Carson Wentz jerseys. I can't see. I can't you know, say that I've seen a whole lot of 49ers Lance jerseys though. Well, maybe it's maybe it's the recession. Although, <laughs> although the Red River the Red River Fair is going to be in town soon, True. and so I'll walk yeah. around there, and I'm sure I'll I'll see some. Yeah, you know, there are times that I get worried that North Dakota might either blow away in the wind or the bandwagon wheels will finally just pull it out of its home and, and again, somewhere like else. We're just super excited to have something that we're like, yes, make it our whole personality. Yeah, absolutely. The, the other thing is the other thing is that we are very in more than one way spoiled by North Dakota State University bison football. Oh, because now you've, you've number got one religion of North Dakota. You've got yeah. you've got three <laughs> quarterbacks playing in the NFL who were quarterbacks at NDSU. Is it three? Yeah, because Easton, Easton Stick too. also plays, but he's a backup. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, and Isn't so, Trey Lance a backup too, or does he have the starting position? He'll have the starting position this year. Yeah. Mark it down. Mark it down. Oh, like Say it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan called I it. I said it. Yeah, we'll it, check back it, on. He, he'll start, and then maybe you'll see more of those jerseys. But once he starts, I bet you will. But, I mean, there's uh, there's all kinds of players from NDSU now. In, in, if you go look yeah. at, I've done this, looked at, like, um, notable alumni for... NDSU, mm-hmm. almost all of them are football players. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. if you look at, like, I, what other school was I comparing? Can't remember what other college it was, but I was, like, comparing, like, oh, look at how many, like, actors and, like, yeah, yeah, whatever, and senators and all these. We have nothing but football players out of NDSU. Uh, well, do what you're uh, good at. And, and notably, football players and then and, Ryan and me. And, and, and us. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yep. We should. We got to edit um, that Wikipedia page. YouTube. So, I... Pride myself on only ever having worn two professional football jerseys of uh, NDSU alum. One was Tyrone Braxton, Mm. and the other was uh, Joe Mays, because they both played for the Denver Broncos. Those other guys are all dead to me. Now we're getting into the passion. <laughs> yeah. You know, w- with that type of heat walking around here, I don't blame Paul for retiring. For the the incessant beatdown yeah. you would have been just throwing his way over and uh, over again. Yeah, I, I'm not going to buy a, a Colts Carson Wentz jersey or a, or a, a Commander's Carson Wentz jersey. Well, I mean, jersey somebody now. has to keep the Broncos' lights on. So yeah. they're not <laughs> they're winning gonna be, games to They're going to so. be competitors this year. They got, uh, I'm still not I happy I feel like every this. D-list team says that every year. No, no. Ask DJ. Look they're, at him. They're going to win the whole Look thing. Look at him. The whole my, dad, really? my dad says that about that about the Browns every single year. Listen, and I don't want to kill his hope, so I just say he's not a Broncos fan though. Russell Wilson, a Seahawk, mm-hmm. and I'm a Seahawks fan. I got two teams: Vikings and Seahawks. Um, and Russell Wilson was. Tr- Why did they do this? The Seahawks basically <laughs> said we don't want to win. Real sad about yeah. This. The Seahawks they figured, we won like, enough Super Bowls. We're good. Yeah, we're good. We're we're, we're going to take fine. a break. Yeah, we're going to let we're, another we're, team have a. We're chance. here to have fun. We're going to encourage soccer in in Seattle instead of football for the next decade. Well, in their defense, in, whose defense? In in the Seahawks' defense. Okay. So everybody was like, "Man, do you really think the Broncos should have given up given up that much?" Yes, I absolutely do. <laughs> Because here's why. This is what they I, gave you're up. You're not wrong. They, they gave up Noah Fant, and uh, I forget who else they gave up. A couple of players, and then a first and second round draft pick from the upcoming 
or from this last draft. draft and the next draft, mm-hmm. next year's draft. So that's a lot of draft capital. First and second round picks for two drafts in a row. Do I think that they should have given that up for Russell Wilson? Yes. Because mm-hmm. they would have squandered those picks. That's I, the thing is just, they don't have great picks. I think <laughs> the Denver Broncos are going to make it to the big show this year. And I am going to just shake my finger at the <laughs> Seattle Seahawks all season long. Okay, but if they the do, fools. he's going to be insufferable. I know. Yeah, yeah, I will. Thus, another reason why <laughs> Pastor Cross was like, nope, I'm done. <laughs> Gotta go. I'm, I'm out of here before it gets too bad. <laughs> I'm out. Not worth it. Actually, I don't, I don't feel like uh, I have been on the losing end of a lot of Super Bowls being a Denver Broncos fan. And uh, before, so they lost to the Seahawks. You yep. remember that one, mm-hmm. Super Bowl 48. And then Super Bowl 50. You have that number memorized? Yeah, because Super Bowl 50, they won. Yeah. And 50 mm-hmm. is a pretty easy number to remember okay. when you've got a landmark <laughs> like that. Wait, what Super Bowl are we on now? 55, okay. I think. So anyway... Uh, before Super Bowl 50, you can go back. This is public record. It's on my Facebook page. (laughs) Is your Facebook page public? uh, I don't know. Maybe not. It's not public record. (laughs) I I did a long spiel about how, hey, man, I'm just happy to be here. And I was because you got to enjoy the day. If you worry about it, it's going to wreck your day. Yeah. The Super Bowl, because one, one of the two teams is going home sad, and I went home sad enough times to know I'm just going to enjoy this game. It's going to enjoy it. You're just happy they're <laughs> yep. there. Yeah. You just want both teams to have I was, fun. I was more happy that they won that Super Bowl 50, but. Well, Who and has you know the what? worst Super Bowl record? Well, there's a couple teams. There's a couple 0-4 teams. The Vikings are one of them. And the yeah. Buffalo Bills yeah. are another one. Uh, the Vikings are 0-2. No, no, no. They've lost four. Really? They've yeah. been to more, yeah. You ever watch, if you ever get a chance to watch any highlight tapes of any like big stars in the NFL, it's always against the Vikings. <laughs> They're always making the Vikings look bad. <laughs> Let's see. Maybe I'm wrong. I could be wrong, but I don't think so. Nope. They went in lo- and lost in 1970, 74, 75, and 77. Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Basically back to back. Were those all the friends? Like, they just in years? always win. Super Bowl uh, four. Seven, nine, and eleven. Yeah, those are the purple people eaters. Yep. Fran Tarkington. Yep. They must have had tummy aches those days. <laughs> well, truth be told, uh, I think I think Pastor Cross could hold his own. He'd say to you, you know, meet me at the bike rack. Uh, don't bring your old man. In. Don't bring your old man. We'll settle this. <laughs> the fact that I also have that memorized, I'm like, great. That's what I'm going to remember. Sarah, I think um, a while back made Paul a list of Paulisms. Yeah, they're. There are 50 uh, Paulisms. Ni- 95. Think, oh, yeah, the I 95 Paulisms. 95 Technically Paulism. only no, 94 because I skipped a number by accident. Oh, yeah, that's I true. think it got, but there's a little sticky note mm. with some additions, so I think it levels out now. 90, 95 Paulisms nailed to his office door. Taped. They Taped. said I couldn't nail it. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, it caused too much damage. <laughs> you know, just so people know, it's not because of what Ryan has said that he is retiring. <laughs> he is he is retiring because he says when you're 68, that's that's what you do. Yeah, and he's true. got he's got his birthday's uh, this week. Yeah, yep, and he's he's got a, a grandchild on the way and and a grandchild here and he's mm-hmm. just he's ready. He's national parks to go see and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's he's he, you know well done, my good and faithful servant. I mean yeah. that's. Uh, more living to do, next adventure to come. But um, what a what a wonderful ministry! And unfortunately, more often than not, it seems that pastors leave um, because of some type of scandal. Or at least we hear a lot about those. Mm-hmm. We don't hear about 
the successful ministries that that run the race that, yeah. that go the course and in Paul's time the church has been paid off um, there's been major restructuring of the ministry and 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 um, uh, direction of the mission and the vision um, we survived covid yep. and and basically retooled how to do ministry the broadcast ministry was launched yep uh, that podcast was launched yeah it was um, and all that was was and much more was all under the mm-hmm. leadership of, of Pastor Cross. We are a healthy congregation. We have a purpose. We have an excellent staff. And you know, it's what the the baton that he was carrying. He's now able to pass on mm-hmm. to you know this team moving forward, and and things are just going to continue mm-hmm. and, and hopefully continue to thrive. Yeah. So. Yep. Be faithful to what the Holy Spirit is doing. Yep. That's kind of what what that's kind of what this transition time is about, and really to celebrate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna miss him being here every day a lot, but yeah. I'm happy for him. So we yeah. named a couple of them, but can you think of any other Paulisms? Oh man, how how much time do we have? Well, I'm, I'm like, getting a little wrapped up yeah. around the axle. Wrapped <laughs> yep, up around yep. the axle. Oh goof man, yep, goof yeah. and all. <laughs> hopped up on goof and all. That's one. Mm-hmm. As I said. As he, I said. he will say, as I said, even when he never said it. <laughs> Is it? I always get as it confused if it's a, a Paulism or a Marginism. Back when dirt was new and God was a boy, <laughs> is that a Paulism? I think that might be Margin. Margin. Yeah. Although he said something similar to that. Yeah, he does. Uh, I cannot. Because Margin always says that she's older than dirt. Yeah. Huh. Uh, yeah. The, oh man, I I what can't. A- I'm like I can picture them on his door right now, and I can't see any. And you know, on his door are not even the best ones, unless they yeah. were put on with a sticky note after the fact. We 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 should have taken more time. Well, I, you know, she she got the ball rolling. We just yeah. need to keep she, adding to it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Have a yep. running list. Because I've actually gone through and looked at them and been like, I don't think I've heard this one yet. Yeah, yeah. they're good. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. And then I like told him that, and he's like, mm, Give it some time. <laughs> Well, pa- Pastor Cross and Rhonda, uh, we love you, mm-hmm. and um, we're thankful for you. And I can say that because I know he's not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You know, this is the terrible. I told Dana this after um, the service that Sunday that he announced that he was going to be retiring. I was like, man, it makes a lot more sense why he was being so nice that podcast we just had him on. <laughs> right, didn't <laughs> it? I was like, I was like why right is he being so it? nice? Which is a terrible thing to say, but that's what I was thinking of like, Man, what's happening? Is he complimented you? Yeah. Like not back for, to not, back. Not for nothing, but I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> no, like, I literally, Sarah told me I went back and watched it. I was like, that's why he was so nice. So now having heard this, you need to go back and listen to episode, what, 116? 116 or 17. Yeah. I Whichever can look last right time now. we had Paul on. Whichever one you were gone for the mission trip. Yeah, it was, it was 16 or 17. I'll find out right now. It's go like, back to that one. That's uh, why. That podcast <laughs> about body, mind, and soul. Mm-hmm. Is that oh, is that it? Then that's yeah. 118. 118. 118. What are we on now? What? This is number 120 that will be coming out. Yeah. Number 120. Yep. Crazy. <coughs> so. Well, I... I it, that's why he's like, mm, I didn't know before. And I was like, lies, because you were nice to us on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> you hinted. <laughs> Holy... Well, do we want to go into other stuff? We have all kinds of different material to go into, but um, we do. You, we've got your old list of questions. You came up with a new list of questions. Hey, by the way, people can't see this, but I'm. This is my permanent microphone stand now. 
Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't have to go into the machine. It doesn't have to go in the machine. So we have uh, the pop machine out here. If you come in and you're like, uh, no, I'm going to, I'm going to buy pop. I'm going to bring mine from home because I don't want to pay a dollar for the pop at the machine at the church. That, that machine is owned by atonement. We used to have a machine out there that we, that we sent away and decided to stock ourselves and the proceeds go to youth mission. Uh, so, Mm -hmm. but one of the, we were going to buy that thing, but one of the stipulations from the Reverend Dr. Pastor Paul Cross was it's got to be supplied with Dr. Uh, Diet Dr. Pepper uh, Cherry. Yes. And so now, of course, it's Dr. Pepper. What is this? Dr. Pepper Cherry Zero Zero Sugar. sugar. But that was a stipulation. It has to be fully stocked with that or you can't keep that machine. Well, and didn't he give you a run for, for your money? I mean, he was putting a lot into youth ministry for... His favorite, his favorite yeah. soda. Oh, so he, yeah. How much of a hit for is itself? that going to take now? It, 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 <laughs> it, it is, again, he's not going to listen to this, but he will, like, you've seen, you've seen those old guys that'll light one cigarette with the old one. Yeah. I've seen him fill his cup of ice with a new can before he's done with the other one. <laughs> of course. With, with, with Dr. Pepper Cherry There's Zero. There's a reason they, uh, Alaska was on the table this year. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next That's year. what I mean. How much of a hit is that machine going to take? Next year, Valley City. <laughs> West Fargo Valley West City. Fargo. <laughs> we'll go to yeah, middle school to Dilworth, and the high school can go to Mapleton. <laughs> no, I, I, should, I should say in all seriousness, uh, thank you to the congregation, mm-hmm. everybody listening to this, because um, the, the, uh, the ability that we had to go to Alaska. We went to Kansas city. We went to Alaska. We're taking, we took 18 to Kansas city, 20 are going to Alaska to make that happen. And the support from the congregation Mm -hmm. was unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable how we were able, I mean, there, I know I signed my kid up going, how am I going to pay for these? You know? And, and we were able to, the, the, the funds came in, the support was there and it was great. So with with the end of, of pastor crosses, uh, leadership ministry here. Are we going to reevaluate the use of the term "awesome"? I hope. Well, so. I, I think I think that, <laughs> that I think, think that would be awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> I, I, it sounds to me like it was addressed by Pastor Matt Anderson. Actually, well, I, I, true. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and notice Paul just shared that with us. You know, he knew that. <laughs> he's probably that known that for four. He's probably known that for fifteen years. Yeah. <laughs> I should get Matt on the phone and find out how long ago he how asked. Long? <laughs> How long have you had this conversation before? This was not the first time, right? No, it's not. Well, and even the way he explained it, he said that Matt had said to him, this is uh, Pastor Matt Anderson from Surprise Church in Bismarck, who was one of Paul's minions, Mm -hmm. that Paul, I have already established. So they've had this conversation before. Yeah. And and Matt is very um, liberal with his awesomes. So Yeah. And and what did Matt, how did Matt challenge him? uh, uh, There's a verse in Psalms where it says, um, all of God's creation is awesome. Is or is out? I can look it up. Yeah, you got to look, look it up. But uh, yeah, Matt. Matt challenged him. Um, Thank you, Matt Anderson, for mm-hmm. <laughs> set, <laughs> setting us free for freeing the awesome. And the funny thing is, is that like the one I noticed do it the most is Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. the best is every time you use it conversationally, Paul just cringes slightly. 
It's because of it's because of that limitation on it. I used yeah. to say awesome a lot. Like I would use awesome like kids use LOL. Like <laughs> awesome. Oh, I got a mow the lawn. Awesome. Yep. Um so I did a message a while back where I used all the different words that people use awesome for, what they actually mean. Yep. Okay. And they were words like portentous and uh I can't really remember any of the other ones. That's that's <laughs> what stands out in my head. But that was I, I think Paul shared with me that was one of his favorite sermons that I've ever given. And part of it was because of him. It was it was all because of him. <laughs> well, I'm not finding it right now, but uh, maybe I will eventually. Link it in the show notes. Yeah, yeah put it in the show notes. Mm. If I got my Thompson uh, chain reference Bible out, I could find it in like lickety split. Seconds. <laughs> in seconds. seconds. Uh, I'm not. Uh, Didn't you just search your Bible app? Well, maybe I could. I went to the Google machine, but oh, it's letting me down. Right number now. one. See, there are too many options in Google. Go- Google <laughs> Google machine is one of Paul's. Mm-hmm. Google machine. Mm-hmm. I got that from him. So, well, it, it's it's the it's got to be there somewhere. Matt wouldn't have lied, would he? No. <laughs> in order to get, <laughs> it has to be there somewhere. So, um, let's see what what time we got. Four. 40, almost 49 minutes in. Okay. All right. Um, so you've got uh, pages of questions here. Yes. I think. Which page? Which page are we doing? Well, I don't know. I've only got the one. The new one? I've only, we've got a new one. New do, you, one. do you want to explain the new one to us, DJ? Yeah. I, um, oh, I think I may have found the, 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 I think I may have found it. Let's hear it. Psalm 45, four, it says, in your majesty, ride on victoriously on behalf of truth, humility, and righteousness. Let your right hand display awesome deeds. Oh, it's like all the works of your hands are awesome, and we are all works of God's hands. Therefore, or it's 66.3, how awesome are your deeds? Through the greatness of your power, your enemies submit to you. It's it's that kind of stuff. That's okay. that's why awesome yeah. is okay. Awesome. Because we're all awesome. Awesome. Um, anyway, this, uh, gosh, now I'm reading all the awesome ones. Okay. <laughs> so this list that I put together, I had just a wonderful conversation with a gentleman who is 99 years young uh, a couple weeks ago, and we, we, we were going at it for about two and a half hours. Sharp as attack, this guy. I mean, but the reason I met with him uh, had, to, um, had to do with a bit of a crisis of faith that he was happening, and I had never met him before, but it was from other people around him that cared about him that said, hey, can you go and speak to him? And he wanted to talk, and we, we just had a blast, and I hope we do it again soon. But I typed up seven questions, and we had there was more than this, but these were kind of the, the main questions that we discussed. Um, and so if we want to go into one of these. Can I pick one? Well, one and two have to both be discussed. Yep. Three and four have to both be discussed together. Sure. Five, six, and seven are all individual questions. Five is the one that I was drawn to right away. Oh, really? Yeah. That surprises me because I think we've talked about this one on here. Have before. we? Yeah. Well, we're 120 20 episodes <laughs> in. I can't remember all of them. We can we can repeat it now at this point? <laughs> Maybe I was gone that day. So wasn't Jesus, the question that he brought to me is, wasn't Jesus less than God? Like he thought Jesus there, Jesus is a, is a good human teacher and he was a miraculous person, but wasn't he less than God? Because in the Bible, only the Father knows when the world will end, not the Son. You guys ever heard that before? Yep. Mm-hmm. And so let's find out where that verse is where Jesus says this. Open your Bibles. Yep, open your Bibles. 
It's going to be in either Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. Get on the interwebs. Thanks for that, Ryan. <laughs> Way to narrow it down. Mark 1332, no one knows about that day or hour. Does that include only the Father? Uh, Matthew 2436, <clears throat> excuse me. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven nor the Son, but the Father only. Okay, so here's the interesting thing. I'm going to point something interesting out about that <clears throat> verse. This is where Jesus is talking about the temple being torn down, right, Ryan? Uh, I need you to keep the Bible on your phone open. <laughs> sure, I can do that. Matthew 24, uh, 36. Let's get some context here. Yes. Okay, so. Because he's responding to a question that they asked. 24, 30. Yeah, it's, uh, there's quite a bit here. Well, it says, uh, immediately after the tribulation of those days, which is talking about the destruction of the temple and the abomination of desolation and things like yes. that. Yes. The sun will be darkened and the moon will not give its light and the stars will fall from heaven and the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then will appear in heaven the sign of the Son of Man and then all the tribes of the earth will mourn and they will see the Son of Man coming on the clouds of heaven with, the power, with power and great glory. And he will send out his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four winds from the end of... It's heaven it, to the other, and then uh, the fig tree. Yeah, uh, it's it's a whole chunk. It's really long. It's all interconnected up until no one knows that day and hour. But here's the key thing in yeah. this entire thing: Jesus, the disciples are asking him a question. Okay, he says that the temple is going to be torn down, and they ask him a question with a, an assumption that they have. They think that if the temple is destroyed, that means the world is coming to an end. Okay, but. Go ahead, Ryan. It, it, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. So uh, Jesus, here's the beginning of that chapter, chapter 24. Jesus left the temple and was going away when his disciples came to point out to him the buildings of the temple. But he answered them, you see all these, do you not? Truly I say to you, there will not be left here one stone upon another that will not be thrown down. As he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Yes, they think they're asking one question. They're actually asking two questions. And so Jesus responds uh, to both questions. This is an error that um, premillennial dispensationalism makes in their idea. <laughs> Data's going to be like, what? <laughs> what are you talking big about? Words. The, the whole, there was a lot of words coming out of Ryan. <laughs> the, the whole idea of like the seven day, seven literal day tribulation is tied to a way of reading the Bible's end times as what we call premillennial dispensationalism. That before the millennial kingdom begins, um, there will be these dispensations of time, and we're we're right at the cusp of the end times. What what we're waiting for is um, for temple worship to be restored. Now that Israel is a nation again, temple worship will be restored. Then the rapture will will take place, and then the tribulation will will start. Or the seven year tribulation, a uh, literal seven years. They're misreading this verse. This is one of the mistakes that they're making. Because Jesus is talking about two different things. He's talking about the destruction of the temple, which happened historically in 70 AD, about 40 years after he, he um, said this. 
And he, so he's explaining a bit of what's going to happen at that time. But then he, and, and you can tell it when he says, in those days, in those days, in those days. He's talking about the destruction of the temple in the historic event of 70 AD. Mm-hmm. Um, including, you know, the language of um, <clears throat> the abomination of desolation. 70 AD. Sure. But then he says, on that day, and there he's talking about the second coming, when Jesus comes again. Okay. And on that, that's when he starts using the on that day language, and that comes, uh, you know, you have the coming of the Son of Man where he talks about, and the lesson of the fig tree. Uh, but concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. This is on day 36. Basically saying that the point being that um, there is no need to, for a rapture or a seven-year tribulation prior to Christ's coming because when he comes, the end will come. Mm-hmm. That's the point that Jesus is making. But he says, but concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. Mm-hmm. And this was the question that the guy gave me that, okay, if Jesus doesn't know something, then he must be less than God, right? It's an old it's an old heresy called Arianism. And it was started by a guy named Arius who taught that there was a time before Jesus uh, because Jesus was begotten of the Father. Mm. So before he was begotten, there was a time that he wasn't. Sure. And so that's where we get like the Apostles' Creed, the Athanasian Creed, the Nicene Creed are all a rejection of the, the error of Arius. Basically, he taught that um, we we teach that there is one God and three persons. Mm-hmm. Arius taught that the, Arius taught that there is one, maybe two gods in two, maybe three persons. Okay, because he he wasn't sure if the Holy Spirit and Jesus were persons, and he wasn't sure if they were gods. So what he taught is that Jesus was greater than humans, but less than God. He was like Hercules or Babe Ruth. Okay. Okay. Michael Jordan. Um, Carson Wentz. And, and the historic faith rejected the teachings of Arius in 325 AD at the Council of Nicaea. That's why we have the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father. I believe in God the Son. I believe in God the Holy Spirit. Or you get the Athanasian Creed, which is like, I believe in God the Father, who's not the Son, who's not the Spirit. I believe in God the Son, who's not the Father, who's not the Spirit. I believe in the Holy Spirit, who's not the Father and not the Son. The Father is God. The Son is God. The Holy Spirit is God. The Father is Lord. The Son is Lord. The Holy Spirit is Lord. And yet they are not the same. We don't mix their persons, and yet they are all, in essence, God. Mm-hmm. Rock on. You know, Athanasius <laughs> had a lot to say. So that's a lot of words. Yes. So what is what is going on in the scriptures? It's not that Jesus is less than God. It's that Jesus, in his personhood as a human, is not revealing divine knowledge beyond what the disciples need to know. And also it goes on that when Jesus is resurrected in the beginning of Acts, his disciples are like, all right, we setting up the, the thrones. Is it time to do this? And Jesus is like, go preach the gospel, <laughs> you knuckleheads. <laughs> it's not for you to know these things. Right. Um, and that's kind of where we've sat ever since. There is um, the writings of Paul where Paul talks about um, Jesus emptied himself, though he was in the form of God. He emptied himself taking on the form of man. Mm-hmm. Well, this speaks to that too, that Jesus in his humanity is not revealing things that God has kept to himself in his hiddenness. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. Mm-hmm. 
basically, you're not going to hear about me coming back until the father says mm-hmm. so. Right. Yeah. Was there more to that that you wanted to know? No, no. I, I just always go back to Genesis, like back to the beginning. Yeah. 130 or 126 where it says, then God said, let us make man. Yeah. You know, there's handle it pretty early. That was another, another question that he asked me. He's like, you know, we, we, we make such a big deal about Jesus, but he's not in the old Testament, is he? I'm like, actually Jesus is in the old Testament all over the place. Yeah. He goes, where? I said, the old Testament is the new Testament concealed. Mm Mm-hmm. The New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. And right there in Genesis, that's a perfect example. Right at the beginning of creation, you have Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't know that the Son is there until John chapter 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the mm-hmm. Word was God. So Jesus is the Word of God through whom all things are created. And in Genesis, we hear that God spoke. Well, what did he speak? He spoke the Word. What is the Word? The Word is Jesus. And what is floating over the, the waters in the creation story? The Spirit, Ruah. So Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are all present right at the beginning in Genesis. But without the New Testament, which we use to understand the Old Testament, it wouldn't be clear to someone to mm-hmm. see that. But yeah, right there, God is plural in his speaking of himself, plural in his personhood, even though he's one in his godhood. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I have another thought, but I can't think of it right now. And and uh, uh, I mean, I that didn't make any sense. I was like, how do you? I have a thought, but not have. A I thought. have a I have a thought, but it would take me too long, and I'd be sitting here going, eh, 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 and then not find it in time anyway. So what's I'll, that news clip I'll, of I'll the? Uh, it. It's a meme now of that kid going, and um, and I um, and um, that would be you. Hey, do it. Do you, you want, or can I do it? You, yep. So I got a joke for you. Oh, no. <laughs> Let's hear it. All right. It's a good joke. Did <laughs> the you, fact that you guys are excited makes yeah. me nervous. Did you know that the guy who created the umbrella originally wanted it to be called Brella, but he hesitated? <laughs> hey, yo. Reese does it better. Well, yeah, because she says, but he um, hesitated. <laughs> That's a, that's a pretty good one. <laughs> Reese, Reese is much better at You got to ask Reese to tell you. It's much funnier. Okay. I blow jokes. What was your joke that you had for Ryan? Oh, I'm going to have to go back on TikTok. You had a good one? Oh. <laughs> I got to find it. Okay. Uh, uh, in the meantime... Um, Let's see here. No, can't find it. Uh, uh, yeah, this is uh, not going to work for me because this isn't what I wanted. Okay, well, while you're doing that, I'm going to remind people that they can go to the YouTubes, to atonement.live or atonementfargo.org, and check out service this Sunday at 9 a.m., a tradition service, and 10.30 a.m. for a modern service. If you're looking for past episodes, we talked about this being number 120. Wow. That's a lot. 120 that's episodes. A lot of, that's a lot of us talking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. If you want to check out... three talking. <laughs> if you want to check out old... Uh, I always say old past episodes of that podcast, you can do that on YouTube. You can also do that on Spotify or Google Podcast or Apple Podcast or wherever you find your podcast. What about thatpodcast.net? Thatpodcast.net. Uh, um, you can also find old uh, past 
past uh, Bible studies, right? Uh, the yes. Revelation one is still available. You can find that. You can find that on YouTube. Uh, so just search Atonement Fargo on YouTube. And so do you have this joke now? It was deleted on TikTok. I'm very sad. <laughs> it was probably inappropriate then. Thank was you it? all for joining us. Would so. somebody like to pray us out of here? Since you, you got it, Ryan. Since you botched the joke, you got to pray now. Yeah. Well, you were the one telling <laughs> bad jokes. just said, yeah. All right. Your turn, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to gather. And Lord, we thank you for Pastor Paul Cross and his ministry that he has brought to atonement and led us through with your guidance. And Lord, we just thank you for the next chapter in his and Rhonda's life and then the next chapter at atonement. And Lord, we thank you for Pastor DJ and his wealth just to be able to answer those hard questions that all of us have, whether we're nine or 99. And Lord, we thank you for guiding us through those answers. In your name we pray. Amen. 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 All right. For Pastor DJ Laura, Dana Mashevsky, and Sarah DeYoung, I'm Ryan Janke. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time for another riveting episode of that podcast. You sound like the guy on Dateline. I was like, (laughs) are you dying? (laughs) Riveting episode! This is 60 Minutes. (laughs) Was it Walter Cronkite? Yeah. See ya.